Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Cinematic Schematic, the official podcast of the Cinematropolis.com. I'm your host, Caleb Masters, and we are at you again with another Dead Center 2020 Film Festival interview. And I'm so excited about today's interview um, because we're going to be speaking with the executive director of Dead Center, Lance McDaniel. Uh, now, this is the guy who has really masterminded the festival over the last several years, and this is his final year as executive director, and he's sitting it out with quite the bang, COVID-19 notwithstanding. So, uh, Lance, welcome to the Cinematic Schematic Podcast. Well, thank you, Caleb. I'm thrilled to be here. I love what you guys do, so thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So, uh, you know, I think maybe a lot of listeners out there who, who may be more casual goers, they might have seen you in affiliation with the film festival or see that you're the guy running the show, but maybe for a breakdown, um, starting us off, like, typically... Like in a normal year, what does an executive director do for the festival? Well, that's an awesome question. So we are a we're a five hundred one c five hundred one c three nonprofit based in Oklahoma, and so we're set up like most of the other nonprofit groups that you know around town, from Lyric to the Philharmonic and all that. And the the responsibility of the executive director is to run the business. And so how it breaks down for our organization because we're actually quite small compared to a lot of those. So we have three full time employees, and it's me. As executive director, Alex Picard Davis, who is the director of operations and festival, and then Sarah um, Thompson, who is our director of programming. And so how that breaks down when you think about it from a festival perspective is um, Sarah is, is managing the process of whittling down the 1,600 movies to the 140 that we show, getting all those films from the filmmakers, doing all the work as far as uploading them. So she manages the entire process related to films. Then... Um, Alex Picard Davis manages the entire festival itself. And then what I'm, and so she is, so in a normal year, she's getting permits for our thousands of parties. She's, you know, she's lining up every single theater. She's lining up all. So she is taking care of operating the business. And that means running the entire festival. And then what I do as executive director is year round, I'm promoting the festival. I'm in charge of our advertising and marketing and our PR communication. I'm in charge of um, raising all of the money and development and striking community and, and basically helping our relationship with the community. And then once it gets to festival time, I'm typically the one that comes up with and oversees all of the non-film related content. So that's Dead Center University. That's our panel series, all of our discussions. So I kind of dream those up with their help and then manage those during the during the um, festival. And so, um, so something you and I talked about is this year for the first time in 20 years, we took our entire festival online and created a virtual film festival. And while at first it seemed very daunting and a little bit frightening because it's my final year, it has turned out to be the most exciting year we've ever had. And that's true for every one of us that works on it because we turned from people that run a festival for 35,000 people into a television studio that's presenting 300 hours of content. And so the 140 films are matched by an equal number of Q&As and panels and interviews and all of that. And um, we, we filmed eight hours yesterday of film reunions. So we'll release the film reunion every day during the week of the festival. And uh, and that's with Sweethearts at the Prison Rodeo and Rainbow Around the Sun. And so we're going back and looking at, at, at fun films from, from throughout our 20 year history. But I guess to answer your question, I'm the person responsible with running the business and with creating all the non-film con um, content for Dead Center. And then um, what's exciting for me, and I know we'll get into this, is this is my final year. And Alex Picard Davis, my coworker for the last seven years, is stepping into the role as executive director and what's so fun for me about that is that she, we hired her seven years ago or eight years ago as a part-timer to help us take the whole festival online because at the time, 
people would mail us DVDs, we would hand them out at a coffee shop, people would watch them and bring it back. So as a, every two weeks, we'd be handing out hundreds and hundreds of DVDs. Well, so once the technology changed and people started streaming their, their movies, they could, they could email them to us or upload them, then, um, then she helped us develop that system. So the fact that the, first, that the last year that I'm here and right before she takes over, we've converted the entire thing online, I think is just pure magic because she's gonna be fabulous at running this. And I think we'll keep a lot of the things we learned this year, we will use every year uh, moving forward, even when we go back into theaters. Very cool. Something nice and uh, poetic and symmetrical about, you know, Alex taking the, upping the game by taking uh, the, the screener process online and now taking her, your final year taking it all online. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. I, now, I, I do want to get your take here. I mean, obviously making that pivot, uh, especially in such a big year after Dead Center, the 20, your final year, the 20th anniversary of the festival. So about what point in time or like, when did you know, hey, we're going to have to change how we're doing things in order for this festival to, to happen? Well, that, that's a perfect question. So, um, so kind of how it divides up emotionally and in, internally is Alex is the most technically savvy and, and is really, and she's involved with the Film Festival Alliance. So she was very early tapped into everything that was going on in Seattle, you know, because Seattle, Seattle Film Festival owns five theaters that all got shut down. So Alex was having these talks with people around the country who were having these massive, drastic things happen to their business. And I kept saying, hey, we don't own theaters, we don't need, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so I was probably on the, let's hold off and see if we have to do it. And then once South by Southwest canceled, we're like, you know what, let's pull the trigger, we've, we've got to go online. We have no desire to cancel. We owe these 146, we had admitted 146 films um, and we owe them um, providing an opportunity and a platform for them to reach the world this year. So what does that mean? And what that meant to us is taking the entire thing virtual. So once we went virtual, we lost six big name films because we had a couple of Netflix films like Athlete A, we had a couple of HBO films. And those were people that said, hey, if you were playing in a theater, we would love for them to play in Oklahoma. But if it's streaming for the world, no, that's actually what Netflix does. So, um, so it made sense to us, but what was lucky is we had already picked our biggest slate of films ever. So the 140 you see, we're all picked in the first round. They're all totally awesome. Um, and the pivoting, once we made the decision, it was so fun to see everyone go into action because we also, our director of technology is Steven Tyler, who you know, but who runs, you know, Tower, um, Tower Theater. And he's been running our virtual reality program for the last two years. So we met with him and said, okay, hey, we want to go virtual. Let's figure out the best way to do it. Let's divide and conquer into different teams. And so every one of us went in a different direction. And I started coming up with how are we going to create new content that is as much fun online as our parties are offline. And so that kind of became my challenge. And, you know, we, we, this week we've interviewed Fonka Jensen and we're interviewing the CMO of Levi's. And so there's been all sorts of fun things that we've been able to add because it's a virtual film festival that we have, would not be able to do if it weren't. And an example of that is we did a screenplay table read on Friday night that's still in our pass holder section that features like 30 super awesome actors from around the world. And there's people from Highlander and Oscar winners and the, the mom from E.T., Dee Wallace. So it's this wide ranging group of actors from around the world reading the winner of our best screenplay contest. Um, Nick Batchelder did a, a, a screenplay called Land of Light. Well, Ricky Masler came to us and said, hey, for the 20th anniversary, I would like to give Dead Center a gift by casting this, this table read with all these awesome friends I have worldwide. 
And so things like that, you know, that could never happen in a normal dead center year. We couldn't fly in 40 people from around the world to read a screenplay, but online we could. And so I think that we did a, a nice job of embracing what's happening now, not worrying about the fact that dead center is going to look different than it normally does. And just saying, Hey, our mission is to promote film as an art form. Let's get in there and see how we can do it the best online. And I think we've done a really good job. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and of course, uh, congratulations on the successful festival. This will be, this interview will be playing, of course, in the tail end, closer to the end of the festival than the beginning. And so far, it's gone off without a hitch. You've had a number of great films. Uh, you know, um, we talk about Shifter. We talk about really strong Oki Shorts blocks this year that you guys broke into two parts. So it's been, I mean, exceptional programming as all ever. And, you know, I think uh, as, a, as a festival goer, it's been a great experience. So congratulations on the, the shift to the virtual. And well, and uh, of course, you know, I have to say congratulations on a, a successful run as the executive director. Uh, I think as long as I've been going to Dead Center since 2014, uh, you have been the face of the festival in a lot of ways and have done a tremendous job at really elevating uh, film in, in Oklahoma and Oklahoma City. So I, I did want to start to wind down by asking you this question. Uh, what has your time as the executive director of Dead Center meant to you personally? Um, well, boy, that's a great question, Caleb. Um, so for me personally, uh, as when I think about how I've just evaluated my own performance, I think the first several years I was completely focused on growth in that I had, um, I had fortunately inherited a 10-year-old festival that had national recognition, was already super fun at its core, and believed in film and filmmakers. And so I inherited this really cool deal. And then I felt like it was my job to shout it to the rooftops. And we did classes in churches and we took festivals all over the state and we did everything we could to make everyone in Oklahoma think about film and think about its potential for storytelling. And, um, and so um, then the last five, so the first five to six years, that was my number one focus is grow, 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 and get, get more money, make it bigger, make it bigger. And I guess, and my impetus was I'm a filmmaker and it doesn't help me to have my five cool friends sitting in the back of a, you know, an art gallery watching my movie. What helps me is for hundreds of people to see it and a few of those to have money and pay for my next movie. You know, I mean, like it really was that basic of how do we help these filmmakers get funding? Well, they've got to have rich people watching it. It can't just be all of us watching each other's movies. So that was kind of the impetus. Well, then the last few years, I really took a turn towards the, towards the innovation side in that I, I felt like virtual reality was coming on very strong and for Death Center to stay relevant in a world where everything is streaming, we needed to start introducing things that were new to audiences. And so for me, virtual reality, drones to a lesser extent, but virtual reality and augmented reality really became a big deal for me for about three years. And so it was so funny this year when we're like, well, virtual reality is going to be the hardest thing to do at our festival. And we had a panel about it yesterday and with, with a couple of filmmakers. So what we decided to do is just put five virtual reality films online that we curated that Stephen curated and they're fabulous and if you have a headset you can watch them and if you don't you can watch them in, you know on your computer but let's change how we're thinking about innovation because innovation in 2020 during a pandemic is not about who who has the coolest whiz bang things it is about access to information and stories and so for us the innovation that we're doing this year is finding new ways to reach people that couldn't reach us before in a time when people are looking for that kind of content. So, um, so I, so I guess looking back, it's been the coolest job ever, Caleb, because it, like when you run a when you run a small nonprofit, if you're doing it right and you're know, keeping the business um, going, 
you can do almost whatever you want. You know, so creating school programs where we go to rural Oklahoma and creating this dead university that Metro Tech now runs and is just killing it every year in these panel series. All of that stuff has been so exciting and it has been able to happen because there's been constant support from the community. And that is both funders like OGE, like the Chickasaw Nation, like MidFirst Bank that come in year after year, not knowing exactly what we're doing, but knowing that they believe in where we're going. And then, and especially this year, every single person that had given us money said, hey, we're with you, let us know what you decide. Not one person said, hey, give me my money back because obviously we're not gonna have a big party this year. And so it was so rewarding that all the people that sponsor us were on board, but more importantly, every filmmaker got it. And I will use Jacob Burns as an example. No one is probably nicer in the Oklahoma film industry than Jacob Burns. He is absolutely the sweetest person. We went to school. When I was an old grad student, he was undergrad at OCU. So I've known him since he was a teenager. And we played his film outside in a parking lot because we were able to do something socially distanced and we couldn't advertise it because we didn't want a bunch of people there. And he has just had the best attitude and he has an amazing film shifter that I think is going to just blow up around the world. And, um, and so it's just been so rewarding that the number of filmmakers who are like, hey, we know you guys are trying something different. Thanks for including us. You know, and that has been, I would say, 99% of all the filmmakers have really just been awesome about the fact that we've completely changed our business model in a two-month period um, and so that's been really really rewarding and I am um, and I think it sets us up well for the future the fact that we made such a big pivot and so many people came along with us that it just makes me think that Alex and Sarah and Steven and the team leading us forward for the future is going to be very well positioned and what I hope happens is that Death Center is able to then use the skills we learned this year to help other nonprofits learn how to pivot in the same way because if there's another wave of the pandemic that means we're not going into theaters to see these amazing plays or orchestras or ballets and so we need to help figure out because the arts in Oklahoma City are so strong and across Oklahoma and so I think all of us need to figure out how do we help the ballet figure out a great way to get those dancers out in front of the public and that's what and that's kind of what I'm hoping to do once I step down from Dead Center is, is to work with some of the other nonprofits and figure out how can we optimize their content because Dead Center is just a drop in the bucket of the brilliant creativity here in Oklahoma. Again, we've all benefited here in Oklahoma from all your work on, on Dead Center over the years, so thank you for that. And um, I did, I, I would be remiss if I did not give you an opportunity to talk about your film or your projects that are actually in the festival this year that uh, listeners can go catch until, uh, I believe, June 21st at midnight. So what do you got, what do you have planned this year? Well, thank you. So I have, this is my 11th film in the festival and I had, you know, six or seven before I worked there, just to make it seem legit. And, um... Um, the, the film I have this year is called Send Me Wings, and it's the first time I've been hired, I was hired by a Christian publishing company called Christian Faith Publishing um, to do, to basically, to produce a movie based on one of the books that were published by them as part of a contest. And so um, I started writing it with Melissa Scaramucci, and then, uh, and then we brought in a woman named Rachel Cannon, and Rachel Cannon's an actress on ABC Fresh Off the Boat, who's an Oklahoma native, and she ended up becoming our producer, our co-writer, the star, and so basically, the best thing I did with Send Wings as I partnered with this wonderful, extraordinary woman named Rachel Cannon. And, uh, and the other thing I did is I filmed it in Alva and I'm from Alva, Oklahoma and very proud to be so. And so this was my second movie to go there and film. And I will tell you, and Megan Garnett produced it. It was just Joe Parsons worked on it. We had these awesome people from, from Alva where I grew up that helped us make this movie. And it's as beautiful as anything I've done. And then the two guys that filmed it are Chris Hunt and Dave Tester. And that's who made the Eddie movie that's getting ready to sell big nationally. So, um, 
So you can check it out. It's called Send Me Wings. It's a part of the Oki Shorts Mixtape 1, Volume 1. And, um, and so that's kind of the family or family-friendly version of Oki Shorts. Um, but if you get a chance, watch both of those because there are extraordinary stories being told by Oklahomans all across the state, and ours is just one of them. So thank you for bringing that up. But it's called Send Me Wings, and um, we're thrilled to be in the Dead Center Oki Shorts Volume 1. Fantastic. Uh, well, Lance, we're going to close out, but I, I did want to give you one last opportunity. Is there anything you would like to say uh, to our listeners or attendees of Dead Center uh, before we close today, especially kind of thinking about this being your last year uh, as the executive director? Well, yes. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you to you, Kayla, because you have been such a huge supporter and part of the film community in Oklahoma. But that's true of a lot of, of a lot of the podcasters and press and Brandy McDonald. The fact is, the journalism community in Oklahoma has been the reason that we have been so so lucky and been able to grow because you've gotten the word out there because we don't have big marketing budgets. And so for your listeners, what I'd say is keep supporting the local arts, support local film, support local theater. If you see people doing an online concert during the pandemic, support them, give them a tip because the way to have a great artistic community is to pay those people some money so that they can actually pay their rent and not move. And so um, so my goal when I, when I leave Death Center is to be the biggest supporter I can of all of the arts, and I hope all your listeners will join me. Fantastic. Lance McDaniel, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, listeners out there, if you want to find more of our Dead Center coverage, head on over to thecinematropolis.com where you can find more reviews, more interviews, all the stuff you could need from Dead Center 2020. Uh, and of course, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cinematropolis and on Twitter at The Cinematrop. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you again next time. <laughs>